It's another outside the box. Thrilled about this feature. Today's topic is Happiness Index. Is everybody happy? Was the theme song for a schmaltzy jazz band leader, Ted Lewis, in the 1920s to the 1950s? For many, the answer these days is no or not enough. But maybe we need to ask the question more often. Are you happy? That's what the editors of the World Happiness Report, a United Nations publication, have tried to do, not with individuals, but with countries. The newest World Happiness Report was published on World Happiness Day, March twentieth, 2021. It combines 33 indicators, such as education levels, ecological diversity, good governance, psychological well-being, cultural diversity, and community vitality into a single assessment. The crucial factors in determining whether someone is more or less happy are health, trust, generosity, summon the countdown, income, and freedom. True for me, my health is fairly good, considering what an old fart I am. I still have trust in many others. I almost never lock my car. I have enough income and can make donations to good causes. I have a partner to help me when I need it, and I feel free to live my life without a lot of obstacles. I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. I must be pretty happy. Well, yeah. Where are the happiest people? Right now, based on the factors used by researchers, researchers they're in Scandinavia. Finland came in first in happiness, followed by Denmark, Switzerland, Iceland, the Netherlands, Norway, and Sweden. The U.S. placed 19th in happiness, not too bad out of 156 countries. Trust seemed to be the most important factor of all, according to the report. Those surveyed were asked, if you lost your wallet, and if a neighbor a stranger, or a police officer found it, would they return it to you? The answer to that question seemed to correlate well with the country's overall happiness ranking. What about the pandemic? Doesn't that have some impact on how happy people are? While there was an initial report of mental health problems, most people worldwide made adjustments. Some didn't or couldn't, of course. Measures of happiness didn't change too much. But as the report points out, being happy with life, which was termed quote-unquote life satisfaction, is not the same as a person having positive, upbeat emotions. The Finns ranked 43rd in positive emotions in 2018, compared to Colombia, which ranked first for individuals who have what are called positive experiences. Countries don't seem to care much about whether their residents are happy, except one. Bhutan, a small predominantly Buddhist nation in the Himalayas, measures its progress by what it calls gross national happiness. It's even in its constitution.
Government policies are based on nine factors to maximize people's happiness, not on economic growth, gross domestic product, or some other measurement. Bhutan's model seems to be catching on. A few cities in Canada, Brazil, and the U.S. are picking up on the idea. Vermont has a Pursuit of Happiness Day on April 13th. It's developing happiness indicators for its state policies. Countries such as Thailand and the Philippines are looking at using gross national happiness as well. There are a multitude of ways to measure happiness. Someone else's metrics would probably generate a whole different set of happiness winners and losers. Even trying to measure happiness, either of a country or an individual, by giving people a survey seems questionable at best. But shouldn't we care if people are happy or not? Life can be a real drag if we aren't. It's probably not that important how happy a country is compared with how happy each of us is. And having others in our lives who are happy certainly helps too. Are you happy? How happy? I'm Larry Danzinger, happy to have written and recorded this feature.